the tape. <laughs> uh, let's hear that again real quick, huh? How about it? Lala, would be here in the morning for your harmony? Yeah, I'll be here. Won't you fresh as a as a date is at nine o'clock? I'll be there. Nine? Nine. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah, this is live to tape. Lala, I don't be understand. Here in the morning for your harmony. Yeah. Won't you fresh as a as a date is at nine o'clock? At nine o'clock? Ladies and gentlemen, you'll be king of what you survive when the sun does the thing on the hillside or something to that effect. You're listening to Live to Tape on the Feral Audio Network. This is Johnny Pemberton, the person who does this show. Uh, that was a song right there by Doug Sam and the Sir Douglas Quintet. I guess you could say it's actually by the Sir Douglas Quintet, of which he's sort of the, the Sir of. And Sam is spelled S-A-H-M, like no Sam has ever been spelled before. Sunday, sunny, Mill Valley Groove Day. Pretty much my fucking goddamn favorite song right now. I can't stop listening to it. It's tragic how much I'm addicted to that song. So, uh, 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 I'm to let you know this is, uh, <laughs> this is a great place to be for you to be right now. It's really cool. So now we're just nice and normal and smooth and clean and clear. Maybe I'll do that thing I do. Like where I like this sound where it sounds a bit like, you know, a bit planetary, a bit extra like that, a little, just a little bit of flange or a little bit of interference in there. Today is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Um, to feel, there's, there's definitely a magic in the air, much like the song said. It, it's the magic in the air here currently is called 90 fucking degrees. Um, I had a guy, on the, I was driving here today. I had this kid in a, I think it's a Mitsubishi Moreno, which I don't know how to say this, but it's probably the, the worst car ever. The sound of that car is probably the worst um the worst sonically toned car ever fucking made. It sounds like it's breaking. 
I had a neighbor who used to have one. And he was, for some reason, the sound of that car and only that car ever bothers me. Maybe it's like just me. Well, obviously it's just. So it's not Mitsubishi. I think it was a Nissan. It's a fucking Nissan. Whatever the thing is, it has two tailpipes and. <laughs> I can't stand the way that car sounds. The the tone of that car's engine is just hideous. It's just like bothers the shit out of me for some reason. But this guy, I'm driving here today, and this kid, I mean, I guess he's a kid. He seemed like a kid to me. I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of kid, given that a lot of people tend to misjudge me as a kid and mansplain me on fucking Twitter about stuff. <laughs> but this guy... Passes me on the right. It's it's one lane. I'm going 30 miles an hour, maybe a little more, 35. This guy passes me on the right, kicks up all this dust, driving in the fucking parking lane just to pass me to beat me to a red light. And it's like, you know, it's that's that's the thing that it, driving sucks, right? Driving fucking sucks. It's the worst thing of all time, except when it's cool. But, you know, that kind of driving sucks because there's stuff like that. Like, what's the point of this? And it, got, it fucking got my goat big time, right? Because for no reason other than it's just uh, you hate having someone do that to you, especially when it's like for nothing. It's like, oh, I'm just going to pass you on the right like a, an asshole driving the parking lane in the fucking bike lane too and do that. What a fucking terrible thing. So I... um I pulled up next to him. I passed him because I was like, I'm just going to, what, what I like to do with people like that, I just like to, I'll, I'll just pass them again, just really slowly and casually pass them again because you can. It's it's definitely like a weird mental breakdown on my part, but I also feel like it's like a fun way to sort of create like a, a torture scenario is where you're just, you're, you're enacting the same thing over again. Granted, this is all at low speeds and if or almost like no speed. It's something where I'll do it Never in the, never in any sort of a dangerous scenario. Just like a, like oh, you pass me and cut me off like that. I'll just slowly go back and do, cut and get in front of you again, in time. And this case was so severe that I said I would just pull up next to him and talk to him through the window. And look, he's like some doughy kid with glasses, got like a gray like polo shirt on and some weird ring, and he's trying to like. He's, yeah, he's not giving me anything. He's not pissed off. He's not, it's not, uh, maybe he's scared. Maybe I look scary for some reason right now. I don't know what it is because I just got a haircut. So I look like I'm a fucking, like someone who would maybe have a gun in their car. But I just kept yelling at him. Did you talk to daddy? Did you talk to daddy? And he keeps acting like he can't understand me because the windows are up, which he can't, under, his window's halfway down. So I'm right next to him. I'm in the turn lane. I'm not taking it right. I kept screaming at him, did you talk to daddy? And he's feigning like, I don't know, I don't know. And then I just slowly get in front of him and that was it. But it was one of those things where, you know what? He fucked with the wrong guy. This is That was the worst story I've ever told in my entire life. Thanks for listening to the podcast. It's live to tape. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps everybody out. Definitely visit the Patreon page, okay? Visit the Patreon page. Do it, okay? Go to the Patreon. And uh, you can if you subscribe to the Patreon, you will get the podcast before everyone else does, ad-free. And at one level, and also there's all kinds of other good stuff, like uh, mixes and different... There's different levels there you can do. So uh, I'm going to call someone now. I have a whole bunch of things that are... Uh, here, ready to be called. 
And obviously this is this is slow because I'm talking like I am right now. So right now we're gonna call. Uh, we're gonna call. The wind whispered through the forest. A storm is coming. You cannot defeat the storm. From the trees rose a resounding voice. I fear nothing. I come when the trumpet sounds. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull out the flag blanket. Then wrap yourself in the red, white, and blue for comfort and warmth. Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on Flag Day and on any American holiday. Trumpy can even honor your own family heroes. God bless America and God bless Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear sits proudly at the front of the motorcycle for all the world to see and loves to cruise with his brother. I'm a former Marine and I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Everyone knows Trumpy Bear loves to go to the golf course. When I ride with Trumpy Bear, he makes my golf game great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Simply style his trademark hair and place him in his favorite chair. Even the toughest guys will love Trumpy Bear. When America is great, business is great. When business is great, I am great. I love you, Trumpy Bear. I am an Army veteran. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Order the Super Plus Trumpy Bear for only two payments of $19.95 and receive a special certificate of authenticity. Don't miss out on owning a piece of American history. Order now for only two payments of $19.95. Trumpy, the most fearless bear anywhere. Order now. hours are 9 through 5 Central Time, Monday through Friday. Our mailing address is 12250 Inwood Road, Suite 500, Dallas, yeah. Texas, 75244. Yeah. Our products can be purchased on the web at placatechweb.com, P-L-A-Q-U-E-A-T-T-A-C-K-W-E-B.com. Product submissions and information on distributing your products on television can be found at sellontv.com, S-E-L-L-L-N-T-V.com. Press 2 to return to the initial main menu, 3 to leave a message, 4 to get the company directory, and 5 to hear this message again. If no choice is made, you will be placed in the general mailbox. Thank you for calling. This thing sucks. Hello, and thank you for calling Exceptional Products. If you know your party's extension, please dial it at any time. For customer service, dial 2. For product and general information, dial 2. I dialed 2. It's not a holiday yet. They know. 
Hi, I'm calling about an ad I saw. Sure, how may I help you? Well, I saw an advertisement for uh, something called Trumpy Bear. Mm-hmm. Now, is that... Now, uh, I just understand. That seems to be like some sort of a... Is, this, is that a real product you can buy? Yes. Okay, so that's a... Everything's real about that? Yes, how may I help you? Well, I'm, I'm interested in buying one. I just had this... That's why I was calling about because I just didn't understand how that how it's real. Well, it is. So, but that flag, the flag that comes out of the bear. Well, it's not a flag. It's a flag seam blanket. Oh, so it's not a it's not a real flag. No. Okay, how's it different? Because I mean, I I know about flags, and you can't have a flag like that way. So it's a flag themed. What's it? Yeah. Okay. So, how many stars does it have on it? I don't know exactly. It's not. It's not flag dimensions. It's not printed on both sides. Okay, but it is have stars and bars. It does. Is there anything else I can help you with? I'm sorry. I'm. Are you in a hurry or something? Well, it just sounds like you're just calling to blow me shit. To you just said a curse word at me. Okay, um, I have a question about a product, and you're cursing at me? That's not a very good way to sell a product, is it? Something wrong here? Well, accept my apologies. It's just not that kind of day. Okay, well, look, it's, I'm calling up as a customer here, asking a question about something that I want to buy, okay. and you're cursing at me over the phone. How do you think that's supposed to make me feel? Well, sir, if you're telling me that my product is a flag when it's not a flag, how's that supposed to make me feel? I didn't say anything. I didn't tell you a goddamn exactly thing. I asked you a question about it, okay? okay? I asked you a question. I didn't tell you a GD thing. You got me all steamed up here on a Wednesday just because I'm asking you a question about something, and you're you're coming at me with an S word? I don't understand what's going on here. You shouldn't be on the phone talking to people you don't know if you're going to curse at them about something they don't. all they do is ask a question about. Jesus. I just asked if it was a flag, because it's hard to see on the commercial. It looks like it's a flag. I told you it wasn't, but then you told me you know a lot about flags, and then you started asking, is there anything else I can help you with? What I was saying, I was I, I, no I, lot... Honestly, I don't think the, I don't think the product's for you, sir. Sorry. Okay, so you know about me now. You really got up on the wrong side. I would say it's time to punch out and head on home, because this is not right. the way to be treating people. Unbelievable. Should be ashamed for selling a product like this if you're going to talk to people you don't know in such a manner. What I was about to say about the flag is I know obviously it can't be a real flag because you can't have a flag be treated in such a manner if it was a real flag, okay? That's what I'm asking about. And you cleared it up, okay? Psh, unbelievable. What a day. There's something in the air here. I don't know where you are, but that ain't, oof. Is there someone else I can speak with? Yeah, hold on one second. Okay. Good Lord Almighty.
Going down the Trumpy Bear Hole. Jazz. Love a little jazz in the morning. Can I help you? Hi, Stephanie. Hi. My name's Kevin. I just spoke Hi. to someone on the phone about, I just had a question about the product and I was, okay. well, I was talking to you in a way that I'm not, you typically used to talk to you about strangers. So, um, um, I'm very sorry, sir. It's, uh, it's my, my apologies. It's been a little hectic this week with this, the holiday week, but I'm very sorry about that. Okay. How, how can I help you? Well, I just had a question about some specifics about the bear. But, okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just recovering from that. I just haven't been treated that rude in a long time. Uh, it's just really strange to me. I'm really sorry. Please, please accept my apologies, and we'll, we'll make sure to have a discussion about that. Okay, because I heard an S word. I'm very sorry, sir. Yeah. I, uh, it, that, sh- that shouldn't happen, and we'll, we'll definitely have that discussion. But okay. I want to make sure I get your, get your question answered as well. I'm just curious about the, the what's on the, the flag on the Trumpy Bear that comes out of the pouch. Is that... Right. It's a... It's got stars and bars on it. It right. does. It's not. It's not a, an exact replica by any means of the flag. It's um. It's it's a cape and it's sewn to the bear uh-huh. and it's tucked inside. There's a zipper at the back of the neck, and so it's not something you could pull out and put on the floor. Um, it doesn't have. It's not two sided or anything like that. It's meant just to be patriotic. Right. Patriotic cape for the bear. Okay. But it's not it's not an identical it's it's not a identical match. It's not two sided or anything like that. So and and it is sewn onto him so that hopefully it won't, you know, be ever put on the floor. Right. Does, does it come with a make America Great Again hat like in the commercial or is that just is that part of it or no? Because you see it with on the bear. No, it, it there there is a cap. It's not it's not the Trump you know, the, the trademark Trump hat. It's uh-huh. just a hat that says Trumpy Bear. It's a white hat with red and blue letters that says Trumpy Bear. Okay. Cause and he, that, and that it doesn't come with it, but it's something that you could order if you want the additional hat. And it's a, it's a human size, which also fits the bear. The bear's real big. If you, if you set him on your lap, he's going to cover more, most of your torso. He's a pretty big, plush, fluffy bear. Okay. I'm a pretty big guy though. So, uh, but it's not for, <laughs> well, it may not completely cover you if, if you're a real big guy, but uh, I'm a big guy. Well, but it's not, he's not a small bear, I guess. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> it's not for me. It's for uh, for a nephew. But uh, oh no, hold on a second. I'll get I'll get to him. Uh, yeah, that's what I was wondering because I didn't see any kids in the commercial. Uh, yeah, I, I'll deal with them when I get back. Just uh, hold on now. Yeah, that's the thing because I didn't see any um, kids in that commercial. I just wonder if it was is it appropriate for children, right? Yeah, it's, it's very it's very plush. It's a big stuffed fun bear. We we do have a lot of customers that say they're getting it for kids or grandkids. So okay, there's there's nothing that's you know uh, uh, nothing that wouldn't make it as far as kids. It's just many times kids aren't aren't as clued into whether they whether they you know care about a a, a funny bear or not. So right, <laughs> but it's a Trump bear. So that yeah, because I think it's good to get those kids into that at a young age. Otherwise, you know, they get astray. So that's what I'm yeah, thinking you, about it. You want them to know what's going on, absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's meant to be 100 percent patriotic and fun. It's, there's there's nothing negative about it. It's just uh, something that you know you, you should look at and smile. And he's he's big and big and very soft and plush. Well, that's what I like so much about because the original teddy bear, you know where that came from, right? It's from Teddy Roosevelt. 
Right, and that the inventor of this bear, that's that's um the whole story behind this bear and why why she uh why she ended up doing it like that. It's kind of a fun little uh, story, but that's uh, that's um that's how the the bear originated in her uh, in her creation. Yeah, I'm calling about the bear. Do, do they have a story that comes with that like a little a little um write up to just ex- help explain the origin of that bear cuz I think that'd be a good thing to include. That's why um, they don't have they don't have the inventor's story. They do have a certificate. Okay. Um, so you know it's a real him. deal. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, um, okay. So that sounds that sounds real good. What I'm gonna do? You said it's two payments. It's two. It's you can do a one payment thing though, right? Do if, one payment or two payments. Um, okay. You know, we can take it over over the phone, or you can go online. If you go online right at the very top. It says either two payments. Or the next box down is one payment. It's your choice. Okay. So our next shipping day will be on Wednesday. So if you order um, anytime between now and yep. uh, Monday, it'll go out on Wednesday. Okay. Got it. Well, I'm going to go on. The, I'm going to get some help on the computer there and go on in and check that out. All right. Again, sir, I'm very sorry for uh, the short tempers. It's been a little bit hectic, and I know that's no excuse, but my, my apologies. Okay. Well, you don't have to apologize. It's not your fault, but I think I appreciate it. All right, well, thank you, and you have a happy okay. Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, shit, we just fucking lost everything. Cha, cha. Everything just cut out. Cha, 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 Hey, everybody, we just had some sort of a technical difficulty there. Uh, very, I think, I think this is what's going on right now. I think we have something weird going on in the air, as evidenced by my super boring story at the beginning of the podcast about getting cut off. And also about some guy <laughs> fucking say, cursing in front of me at the Trumpy Bear, the Trumpy Bear uh, hotline. What was it? Okay, so now in the studio we have Josh Fadum. Josh Fadum is gonna. I have to go, and Josh is gonna. What? Yeah, oh, get oh, yeah, closer. Yeah. Get closer to get the, up mic. the mic. Get closer Josh. to the mic, like a professional, like a pro. Yeah, you've done this before. I take. I, I, I. You know, a pro doesn't always know, but a pro can take a note. Pro can take a note. So what? So happened, I took the note. What happened was before you got here. I started the podcast, and I made a phone call to Trumpy Bear. Bobby's here, by the way, too. Yeah, Bobby is here. Bobby the dog. If you hear like a tinkling or a rustling, yeah, it's a, a small, it's very, a good behave, it's very a good well-behaved white, white boy dog. Yeah. <laughs> white boy? He's a white no, what's boy. What's up, white boy? With some brown spots. <laughs> okay, so the Trumpy Bear. That's like bear, me. I'm like a white boy with some brown spots. Right. In my lineage. I called the Trumpy Bear, Josh. Yes, and, um, yes. They, the guy who answered... I was calling him my, you know, my soft southern accent, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the guy who thinks... I don't I'm, know what the Trumpy Bear is, so set me up. It is a product that's advertised on TV uh-huh. that I, I'm, I, you have just heard the... Um, the commercial. Uh, you guys heard the yeah. commercial you I played the commercial. before the call. You played before the call. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a commercial. We it's a real commercial. We can pull a picture up real quick. Let's pull a picture. I can't, we can't pull a picture. <laughs> For the viewers at home, let's pull a picture. Um, it's a... It's a it's a Trump bear. It's basically a teddy bear, but it's Trump. But here's the deal. It's got like some orange comb over hair. Uh-huh. It's really bizarre because it has this orange hair and it looks, the face looks kind of like Trump. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is the back of it unzips and this, this uh, American flag comes at the back like a cape. Okay. It's really big, and the commercial, like I was saying to Lady, the commercial features no children. There's not a single children in there. It's mostly um, a couple older men who have served in the military who are saying, I like Trumpy Bear! It's this thing where it really seems like something an Adult Swim-style 
commercial parody because it just but it's real it's real but it's it's so hard to the part it's hard to believe that it's real because I mean I guess I think you know it's real once you rewatch it and you watch if you watch that beginning part again right you realize oh this is not funny and it's trying to be funny that's what makes it real because if it was if it was fake it'd be more funny is than it, it trying is. to be um, adult swim funny or is it trying to be funny for anyone it's trying to be just funny and cute and and it's not supposed to be funny at all. It's supposed to be quaint. It's a bear. Mm. It's got a guy who's a marine with. He's got the bear on his motorcycle, Trumpy bear on his motorcycle. Right. And it's the thing costs fifth costs fifty dollars or forty bucks plus shipping and handling to own it. Yeah, it's big too. It's a big old bear. And I called him up just uh-huh. now because I wanted you know like to call people. Uh huh. And that guy, it was a real shit. What did me. he do? He was giving. He was acting like I was fucking with him, which I technically am fucking with him. <laughs> right, right. But I'm not fucking with him. I'm not like. Was he on, so he was on to you? I don't know if he was on me. I was just asking questions. I was literally just asking questions, and because I was about to say, you know, you can't have a an actual flag be used in that way as a toy because it's considered disrespectful of the flag. And so, obviously, they they knew that and said it wasn't a a real flag. But it just was like he was a real fucking crouch in terms of. I've only I've never encountered someone swearing at me out of nowhere that fast uh-huh. from a from a call that was I mean there's what no What did he say? So what, a, so you asked him multiple questions well, and there was one question that was the final straw and he was and then just, he said what? We just heard Listen. it. There's no point going over it cuz this is Right. Okay, so missed, you, and you can't cut this out cuz we're live to take. We could I could cut it out, but I mean listeners heard it. They're going to hear it, but I'm sorry we got cut off there. There was nothing good after that cut off. So we also, can't so we can't cut this you part can, out. You keep, you're cutting me off now when I'm trying to make an explanation. Okay, I thought you were going to tell me. I was like oh, I'm a, I'll tell Also, can like we can overlap said, in podcast, right? Yeah, you know overlap, but I'm trying to get the listeners an explanation as to why it cut out okay there was a technical problem right. with the cord in the studio uh-huh. and i think that's sort of indicative of obviously what's going on in trumpy bear headquarters in dallas why this guy cursed me and you're right. never supposed to curse on a, if you're to not a customer. phone operator you never customer. you never curse no. to a customer no. you never curse um yeah um, i'm lost what are you lost about no i'm found now you found yeah you lost I'm now Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton, and my guest today is Josh Fadum. Hi. It's a bummer you got to run, because I just yeah, got here. I I, gotta did run. you like when I added in, I tried to add in some little fun moments? I did, I liked it. Yeah. You know, I would have been more comfortable if I had my computer, because I don't like having to hold a thing up to a mic like way. You could, you could riff more, you could be loose, you could yeah. have full uh, control of your, is it faculties or facilities? I guess you could say both, really. Yeah. I was so thrown off by that guy being a Rudy to me. You, it, it, it was a curveball. It was a curveball, yeah. You thought it was going to be sweet and you could a little tiptoe around. And then yeah. He, and it, so he goes, fuck you, buddy. He basically just said, just like a shit call. I'm like, excuse me? Yes, it is a shit call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a shit so, call. So how did you get that lady on the phone? I said, can I speak to someone else, please? Yeah. And he got me that wonderful lady. She sounded nice. She was very nice. Yeah. Even though they were selling fucking... Trump propaganda, the right. Trumpy bear. She had her. Oh, oh Bobby. <laughs> what? He's. Re- 
I, See, I, this is the problem with you people who bring dogs places. No, I had to. I had to get him in the spot, and now he's ready. But that's the thing. It's like you got this thing. He had the leash on, and he's now, moving around. He's he just was. A, he's just. I, I move around. <laughs> I move around. <laughs> You're listening to Live to Tape on the Fairlight Network. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. The email is live to tape podcast at gmail.com. Please, for God's sake, send me your phone numbers to customer service uh, call centers. Include some type of specific complaint. I've got a bunch of them. They're going to be appearing on the next podcast or so. I'm excited about it. What are you? What are you doing? Get up here. Try getting to get up here. Come on. Oh, you're making a video of it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what's going on? Patreon.com/slash live to tape. You can uh, you can make a small donation to get the podcast ad free and also uh, slightly even. Uh, just a, a tad more to be a part of the Mix of the Month Club, and there's all kinds of cool shit on patreon.com slash live to tape. Make it a part of your life. A lot of you have already, and I've heard from you, and it's great. It's really wonderful. But let's let's take it up a notch, okay? When, I know you're listening. I know you've been enjoying this podcast for a long time. I know you've been probably in, in from the ground floor. You probably were a big fan of live to tape, a uh, big fan of Twisting the Wind back in the day. You probably, probably a big old fan of that. So uh, get in on the ground floor support, and I'll be, we'll be Johnny, coming to a town near you. Okay? Can I tell you, I got a little bit of podcast insecurity. What do you mean you got podcast Well, insecurity? here's the thing. I used to go on Friends podcasts for years. When these podcasts were new, I'd go on there, and I'd yuck it up. I'd goof yeah. off. I'd be funny voices. And then I'd get a response, you were so funny. And then I think, great, I got how to act on this podcasting down. Re- past year or two, uh, some of those podcasts got more popular, and then I'd go on, they got new fans. Past yeah. year or two, I'd go on there, and each podcast has now evolved to having its own rabid fan base. Right. And they, I, I always get some nasty comment where someone goes, give this guy some Ritalin, or just, he needs to tone it down, or this too is, much. This is my shtick. Josh, the, you realize those are, those are good things. When people say stuff like that. Why? It's good because it means you've affected someone enough to say something like that. It really is a good thing. Yeah, Anytime I think that's, some a, fucking, that's, a, that's a positive spin. No, it's I don't not know if it's a positive, positive thing. It's not a positive spin. It's 100% true. If you don't have haters, you're not doing your job right. Okay, so then fuck y'all haters and now you can uh, tweet up a storm. Seriously. Uh, blow it out. Think about it. Blow it out. If you're driving around and you thought this was going to be a peaceful live to take, you blew it. I got my control. You're in the wrong place! Josh. Come back home. No, don't go. Don't go. I need you to stay. Don't go. I need you to stay. Think about it. I don't it. need you. you. I don't need you. You affected by so, someone so much they were decided, I'm going to go and tell this tell person something. Tell him to some. shut up. Yeah. That's a good thing. Here's, here's what you say, honest to God. I'm tell him to shut up. Can I tell you the best thing to say to that, something like that? What? Thank you. <laughs> Thank true. you so much. It's true. It's so true. Anytime someone says something like that to me, I want to just say, hey, thanks. Thank you. Because <laughs> it really is true. You got to be thankful because it's, <laughs> thank you for thank for that. Hey, piece of shit. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, because what can you do? But it's always like. Can you do what? You don't need to do anything. You can't do anything. You don't do it, but you just keep doing the thing. Yeah. Right? So then I can uh, just keep talking like I would normally talk on a podcast. You do what you do. Well, who, my podcast who cares with some fucking chowder head? Yeah, chowder head. Can you move that, that back thing down a bit? I can't see your face at all. This one? No, the one behind it. 
Push it down. There you go. Is yeah. That, but is that gonna give? Nah, it's okay. It's gonna this because there's no foam protector. Oh, it's okay. Is my pickup your? No, i It'll be. It'll be fine. I, I know it will be. Okay. It's just. It will. What, I know it will. And you know what's good if if this is uh if it's kind of lo-fi, it's like a Wu Tang Clan podcast. There's nothing lo-fi about this. This is okay, so. Okay, we high. are in a very nice studio. We are. Okay. Well, I have to get out of here though. Um, are you cool with staying and hosting the rest of the podcast? Uh, yeah, I can host. Okay. Um, uh, I might need some help, but I can host. Okay, everybody. I'm going to play a little music here real quick just to segue Wait, things. Wait, real quick, just to give me a rundown. What do you usually do when you host this without when I'm not here? Just give a rundown of rules. Well, like I, would I just say, keep, I just talk about stuff. You just or talk I just about. You just talk about things you want to talk about. I didn't prepare any topics at all. I guess, okay, to. I'll talk about the holidays. I'll talk about my dog. Yeah. I'll talk about my uh, family if I can think of something to say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I might stay cl- stay clear of politics because you know you can just go on Twitter and get an opinion about that. It's also just, just reaching a hat. It's a low hanging fruit. I would say it's also not very interesting a lot of times. It's not that interesting. Okay. Low hanging fruit though, isn't that a good expression? It is low hanging fruit. It's a great thing to label something if you've got a critical mind because something can be on the nose to you. It's like, oh, that's just low-hanging fruit. Uh, It's too easy. I call it fodder. Too easy. You call it, oh, that's just fodder. It's fodder. Wait, but fodder to me is noise. Like, ah, it's just a bunch of noise. Low-hanging fruit to me is when someone does something that's just too easy. Like, yeah, we could all do... I, I'm trying to think of an example of like low hanging fruit. Like I know what you mean though. If if like if I were to Josh, say, I gotta go, man, for oh, real. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, I'm gonna step out, Josh. You're gonna host well, the I'm rest of the podcast. I'm talking to viewers. Like if okay. I were to take a, let me um, just say bye to them. Oh, okay. Did you like though when I jumped in on that phone call? Was I that did, fun? I thought to, it was good. It was joking about the rake. I thought it was funny. That's gonna because it made it sound real. Like I was yeah, like, you talking about the bear? Like I knew you were calling about the bear. Um, like it I was your friend work. or your cohort, maybe I was your like gay lover or your son or your niece or nephew. And See, you're like, I'll, I'll about- call him back and tell them I'm gay. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Um, Dicker Troy is going to step in here and finish off the podcast with Josh. Oh, Dicker's here. Yeah, he's here. He's coming in. Okay. Oh, there he is. Okay. Dicker's going to check in and play some music, and then Dicker will be here. He's getting some coffee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's check my phone real quick. Right here, yeah, that's good. I'm out. I'm gonna stay right here. Yep. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dicker. Hey, what's up, Josh? Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Yeah. It's me, Dicker Troy here. Uh, good to be here in the studio with Josh Fatum. Yeah. Good buddy of mine. Hey, Josh. What's hey, up, Dicker, buddy? Hey, it's good that you made it here. Uh, it's uh, too bad Johnny had to take off. but uh, Yeah, it sucks you had to take off, but, you know, that's, that's life on the yeah. range. Did you know that I was going to be here uh, instead? That's what I think is so funny. Because you and I usually are, are together, yeah. and you don't see Johnny that often. No, he mentioned you might be here. Uh-huh. You want to put that thing back up? This year, okay. formerly not down. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's um, what's up, buddy? Well, I was talking about before when before uh, Johnny took off. I was talking about the expression "low hanging fruit." Okay, you mean like uh, like like fodder? Yeah. No, fodder to me is uh, like a bunch of noise, you know, or a bunch of oh, fodder, f- filler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Filler. Low-hanging fruit, I think, can be filler, but I think low-hanging fruit is a great word to describe something that's just too easy. You know, like you didn't 
Okay, great. We well, all agree. It's not. It's not hard to to. Um, it's not you know, hard to pick that apple. Yeah, it's literally a fruit that's hanging low. Yes, yes. Though I wish I had the type of brain that was great at just grabbing examples real quick. You know, grabbing some low hanging fruit examples. Right. But I cannot, for the life of me, unless I get stimulated somehow by maybe something you'll say, think of an example of a low hanging fruit. I would say example for uh, LFF. Oh, LHF is probably like um, making fun of Trump's haircut. That's a perfect example. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Perfect example. Yeah, like if someone goes, uh, oh, let me tell you something about this president. He is. He's so orange. He's an orange guy. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know we elected uh, uh, one of those orange uh, uh, hostess cupcakes. For president, uh-huh. I didn't know that we elected a hostess cupcake. He's this guy. He's you know how they got the little swirl on the top. Yeah. That's his hair. He's even got a swirl. Yeah, like, that's low hanging fruit. I'll say that maybe Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he picks a lot of low hanging fruit. Uh huh. What's an example he might say that's low hanging? Just even like wanting to play games that are easy or I don't know. I thought say oh, just a, he's like a, oh I got you. You know he's like watch me do an impression of Regis Philbin. And Paul McCartney, that's low-hanging fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so easy. You can just grab it right away. You just get it. It's just you right just, there. What's so – why do you want to make fun of Regis? Who wants to make fun of Regis? Yeah. It's like, I, th- I think it's more like he saw Regis' impression, but when he was doing comedy, he goes, okay, I'll do the Regis' impression too. No one really cares. To, you don't need to do a Regis' impression. You don't need to do that shit. Come on, Jimmy. Wake up. Am I fuzzy? What do you I mean? Well, I hear fuzz in my when I talk. But what are you talking about? A fuzzy in my microphone. You hear it now? Um, I didn't mind the fuzz. Just checking, making sure it doesn't um, distort. No, everything's good. Oh, you already you already did a bunch of distortion earlier. I heard. Oh yeah. yeah uh, I, where they, I when you were in the, the waiting room, they were like, "Yeah, engineers." She said that uh, he's in there distorting it up. No, you, yeah, she was like distorting the facts. I'm distorting the facts, man, because said, that's just what the media is doing. Are they? Which media do you watch? Oh, I watch them all, and every one of them gets it wrong. The truth is out there. It's just not being reported. It's being silenced until it's gone. Are you talking about CNN? I'm. You know what I see? Uh, when I see CNN, I see nothing, nothing. CNN, that's what it stands for. But C doesn't start, well, C's not the right start to for uh, for the S. C starts with S. That's what, this, that's what the media wants you to think. The media? The media, and I'm talking about the, the purveyors of the meat corporations of the country, the meat industry, the media, as I call it. They want you to eat that meat. They want and they they serve it up wrong. They tell you it's free-range, tender-cooked, uh, fed grass, but instead it's really they're put in cages, and the cages are built and twined and wired by little children who are fed meat that wasn't built on a free-range I don't know what in God's name you're talking about, Josh. That's what That's what they want you to say. Okay. I, I guess I think about media Go more. back to sleep, dicker. Josh, 
You can kiss my ass. I ain't never been asleep. You've been wide awake. I wake you up. So you're from Bakersfield, huh, Dicker? I grew up in Bakersfield. I'm not from there. But well, yeah, but you, but but uh, you got an accent, and it's sort of a Bakersfieldy. I guess I I didn't come out of the goddamn ground or nothing. That's what people say. I'm from somewhere. Well, that's the enigma of Dicker is that people they they take they take the um they take the shell of what they think you are. They look at the shell and they go, "Well, I know what's in there." They haven't even. Attempt they don't have any idea. I think most people do that with just about goddamn everything. They look at a. They take a low hanging fruit. Take a low hanging fruit. There, they judge. I believe it was God who said, "Lest not judge ye who shall not be judged yourself." Mm. So you can go ahead and judge me, but think about it. They they see you and they think you are. A uh, one plain flavor. They don't know. They got a marble cake from Brody's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, circa 1986. What's that? Is it good or bad? Good. I've never been. I've never it's had a, Brody's. It's a, you never had a marble cake? Yeah, I've had a marble. What are you talking about here? Marble. There's multiple flavors. Right. But really, it's all kind of the same flavor. No, no, no. <laughs> marble? A marble yeah. cake? You got chocolate and vanilla. But it's swirled up. Yeah. So you get multiple flavors. I think it's just the color. It don't really mean the no, taste. No, 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 no. I remember. At least the way Brody's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, circa nineteen eighty six did it. You marble the cake because they take you you cook some you get some uh, vanilla cake, you get some chocolate cake, you put it all in the pan and you take your spatula and you just do little figure eights in there. Or if you're an artiste and you wanna do it in a particular better way, you just wanna you just gotta marble it. You ever seen the Great British Bake Off? Nope. You should watch that show, Josh. Probably won't. Why not? Well, I just don't have interest. You haven't sold me on it yet. <sighs> oh, well, I got to sell you on it now? Well, I, you don't have to, but I'm not sold on it. I don't know God tell you a rat's going to bite you before you don't touch it? Uh, you know, it's really a case-by-case basis. You're a rat toucher, ain't you? I'm, um, I, no, I don't like rats. You don't? I, I don't want to mess with a rat. I right. don't care. I don't care if it's a rat or not. You know, in fact, what if a girlfriend of yours had a pet rat? What would you think about that? Well, I had a story. It's funny. About five years ago, I I had gone on a few dates with this nice girl, Uh and one day she was like, "Oh, I'm coming over." And she comes over. She's she, a rat. She's got a rat. Oh, she wasn't a rat? No, she was not a rat. She had a rat. It'd be funny if the story was. She came over. She was a rat. Turns out she was a rat. I didn't know. Well, that would be this. That that wouldn't scar me from rats, unless she had been mean. This girl was nice enough, but yeah. I didn't like the rat, and I didn't know how to say I don't want this rat in my house. And then my dog was uh, like looking at the rat, like, "Is this for me to eat?" And I'm oh, like, dear. "I don't want," you know. And I'm like, "What did, what, did, what did your Bobby think about that rat?" Well, he wanted to get it. He thought it was a toy for him or something like that. So he tried to catch it. It was just in a little rat area, rat rat thing or something. And I was like. Let's not take the rat out. You know, I didn't want to take the rat out. Also, ooh, let me tell you something. I used to live in this apartment building, and there was a guy, and he lived in the uh, unit all the way down the hall, and he was a big hulking muscular guy, and he was murdered while I lived there, which is very sad. But uh, he had a little chihuahua. Anyway, the people who moved in there after him were these kind of like hippy-dippy couples, you Uh know, and one guy had like dreadlocks, and he was like, hey, man, hey. And maybe something around once or twice. And when I was leaving, I remember the night I left, I got evicted from that place, but it was a fake eviction. You know, they they shouldn't have given me the eviction. So, uh, but uh, because of- Was this your old? apartment this was in uh, echo park on alessandro and uh 
Um, they, I got an eviction notice because I, I turned my rent in late, but you can't get evicted for doing something That's like true. that. So anyway, I remember I spent all of New Year's Eve in 2005, lonesome, sad, packing up, not sure where I was going to go. And once I was finished, these two guys were like, hey, you want to come hang out here? And I mean, the guy and the girlfriend. And I did, and I walked... What's that? They were kind of hippie, dippy yeah. weirdos, and I think they did drugs. Yeah. And um, uh, so the guy in the in the ba- in that same unit, mm-hmm. um, in the guy who got murdered's unit, uh, he had like I walked in the room and there were I gotta tell you, thirty rats. What kind of rats? White or black? All different colors. Oh baby! And they were spotted. They were solid. They were and they were. You walk in there, and my first vision, they were all vibrating and jello and and wiggly and squirming around. And I was like, ugh. But I also, again, I was like stuck in this wanting to be polite thing. I was like, oh, hi. And also, you know, I was lonely. You didn't think to say something like, hey, there's a lot of rats in here. No, no. They did it on purpose. What do you mean? Well, they got a pet rat. And then they got another pet rat. They didn't say anything about the rats first. I don't think they weren't like, I, you know, hey, it may have, they may here. have said something, but it wasn't, whatever they said wasn't enough to ready me for what I saw. Okay. You understand? I'm listening. Okay. So I saw all these rats and these rats were griggly and iggly. Like I got a squirmy feeling, you know, give you a real like, ugh, yeah, I don't want to touch these rats. And there were the type, they were like the type of rats that people have as pets. They're not like sewer rats, you know, when you think, yeah. when you think of a rat. These were not griggly and iggly. They just looked But they, they moved griggly and iggly. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So Hold they, on now. You're telling me these rats moved griggly and iggly. Yes. They moved griggly and iggly, and I got a, and it gave me a feeling of, ooh, good, good. So you made your skin crawl. He gave my skin crawl. Okay. So I sat there and hung out with these people on New Year's Eve, uh, leaving 2005, uh, and <laughs> saying goodbye to 2005. Yeah. And uh, we chatted, and we had some real great time. In fact, almost every apartment I've ever left, the last night there, I run into some tenant and have a great talk with them. Wow. Um, but this one, anyway, this guy I heard uh, only recently, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy died shortly after. He got murdered, you think? Overdose. Oh, what kind of drug overdose? Marijuana? I got to guess probably marijuana. Okay. He probably smoked so much it got into his blood, and he was well, probably shooting it up. Up. He probably shot up a joint and it couldn't fit into his vein. He probably shot up. Well, here's what probably happened, honestly. this is I've seen this happen many times. He probably shot up the marijuana joint into his vein, yeah. which creates air pocket. Yeah. And then what happens is that air pocket lets the rats in. He Rats love uh, veins, piece blood. Of, they love blood veins. They air, love mucous membranes. They love, they love air and blood. And so the, the rats probably just went to town. They were crawling into his veins as if it was a sewer. Wow, I wonder if things happened to all them rats. You know, I'll bet you something irresponsible happened to I them. I bet they got cleared. I'll bet you that, that, that every one of them was neutered and spayed, and they didn't multiply, and they lived, and probably most of them were still with us. Yeah. And the girlfriend's probably out there, too, probably taking care of the rats. Was this guy, he had long hair? He had long hair. I think he had dreadlocks, even. Man. White guy. Dreadlocks. Rats. Rats. Um, Did you touch any of the rats that night? I probably touched one to be polite. You Great, know, like was, once it got normalized, you sit there long enough, it starts to get normalized. But when you walk in that room, iggly and giggly. What what what, what was it? Ig- griggly and iggly. Griggly and iggly. Ooh. So. That's uh, a problematic thing that could be normalized in this current rhetoric we yes, have. Yes. Normalized is a good word. Is it? I think that problematic, that, that don't mean nothing to me. Cause that, I don't that's like a word. either it's like, word. 
uh, normalized is a good word because it take because that's when someone takes something that isn't normal and they pretend it's normal and then you pre- and then you get manipulated and think it's normal. What's that's a normal? good way of describing. What the hell is normal? I don't know a goddamn thing in the world's normal. Well, like if someone stabs uh, multiple members of your family and then they're like, I did that, I did that, I did that. So, okay, so I did that. And then they find a way to normalize it through rhetoric, through their <laughs> rhetoric. They find a way to make that. And then you're like, I hate you. You stabbed my family. I loved them. And yeah. they're like, you know, but what's love? And and then they find a way to normalize that they did that, and then you're like, well, 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 all right, all right. That doesn't I'll, sound I'll like normalizing to me. No, that's when the killer normalizes that. And so, but problematic, <laughs> that word is like, yeah, it's a problem. It's bad. But the word, I hear it, and it just sounds like, you know another one? Mindfulness. I hear that. I'm like, yeah. what the hell does that word mean? I'll tell you what that is. Go ahead. It's about thinking about things. Yeah, I know, but you know, but what else? What what does it really mean now? You know, people say, "Well, I do. I practice mindfulness." I think it means doing stuff like thinking about the moment. Like Johnny Pemberton earlier told that story about how he had to seek revenge due to a cutoff in a car situation. Mm. If you were practicing mindfulness, he would have just let that go. He would have let that go. So that would be that would be like, you know, probably um, making good choices. Making good choices. Good, making the making the taking the road best traveled. I think a better way to say mindfulness, mindfulness is just to stay present. Stay present. Stay Did, locked in. Ch- choose, um, what's another way of saying? Keep your shoes on, motherfucker. Keep your shoes on. I think instead of saying. Like, to me, mindfulness is, oh, I know where I put my keys. Or how about this? I know where my wallet is before I leave the house. That's mindfulness to me. Mindfulness to me is you go to someone's house, take your goddamn shoes off. You're getting into a problem, keep your shoes on, motherfucker. You think always take your shoes off when you go out? What if you got stinky feet? Well, that's your problem to deal with. It's your problematic deal? It's your problematic normalizing deal. Don't normalize stinky uh, Okay, feet. here's what would happen. You walk in there, yeah. and you take your shoes off, uh-huh. and your feet stink in a rude way. And you go, mm-hmm. you go, yeah, they're, they're stinky. <laughs> they're uh, stinky, and uh, yeah, they just stink a little. That's what it is. They, that's the way. That's how to normalize it. They stink a little. Who says that? Someone who wants to normalize that they're doing something rude. The person, yeah, they're stinky a little. The person with the stinky feet says that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they say it to because the person, the host, is probably offended. How dare you come to my home with a stinky foot? And the stinky feeder says, yeah, they're stinky. They're stinky. So what are we going to get for dinner? <laughs> what are we going to get for dinner? You're going to pay for it. That's normal. You know, that normalizes that, that, and then all of a sudden the, the host has been manipulated into, well, a host should be giving dinner. That's what a host does. Or I'm hosting you. But the uh-huh. stinky feet person didn't even bring wine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad thing. What are you doing? Are you picking at that dog's toe? I wanted to make sure that, that there wasn't something bad in there for my poor good boy dog. What, do you, what kind of thing might be in there? Well, sometimes there's a prickly. A prickly ickly? Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What do you mean, what else? What else can we say? What else we got to talk about? We got, all kind of, we got the whole world to talk about. We got hours, huh? We got 16 hours here to fill up. All right, guys, donate now. We're here till Thanksgiving morning. Go all ahead right, with your donations. All right, this is the marathon. De- make your donation. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if we uh, you know, had big hearts and we were like, we were doing this for fun. We're like, okay, and every few minutes we checked in. You go, donate to 
uh, or maybe we'll pretend we're up. KP, uh, K, KPCC. K, yeah, KPCC. KPCC, Larry Mantle. Donate now. Donate I'm, now. I drove Larry Mantle once. Oh, really? Yep. How was he? He uh, didn't say much. Really? Probably because he's preserving his voice because he's a professional talker. All he did was smoke cigarillos. I would be... I saw him spit on a homeless woman, though. Oh, man. Yep. I don't want to know that. Uh, no, well, I think he meant, oh. to, he meant to spit someplace else, but he's not too good no, at spitting. He said, sorry, I'm a bad spitter. A lot of people in California are also bad spitters. If you're a bad spitter, call now. We want to hear your stories about spitting, accidentally spitting, swallowing the accidental saliva, and the buildup. Do you get foam? Do you get fluid? Call us now. You're on air talk with Larry Mantle. He also got out the car and punched out the window of a Corvette. What? Oh, I don't want to hear that about Larry Mantle. He hates himself. I love Larry. I can't believe he, he would. He loves do- films. You he- know that? Larry Mantle he talking. We're talking about films. Or maybe there's films that affected you when you were younger, and they're still affecting you today. Call us now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Larry Mantle, who's the host of a Southern California radio program called Air Talk. Air Talk. With Larry Mantle. You probably haven't Sometimes heard Sometimes he fills in for Terry Grosh on Fresh Air. He does? No, he doesn't. I believe he does. I don't think so. Well, I, he fills in for different people. Isn't Terry Gross in Boston or some shit? Well, she's NPR. NPR. I'm, I've had enough of NPR. Why? Just had enough of it. Why? I've had enough. You had your fill. I've had my fill. Been listening to it for a long time. So, so you're you you've had your fill, but you're not saying it should be done. No, I'm saying I'm done. This should be done with me. Oh, stop asking me for me to donate my goddamn well, car. What if there were an? Who the hell donates a car to a radio station? Honest well, to God, our, our loyal listeners—they love the service we provide. Completely unfiltered radio. What if Larry Mantle were doing an episode of Air Talk and he uh-huh. goes? Are you a driver? Are you a driver? Do you have experiences as being a union driver? We want to hear about your experiences. Call us now. Is your name Dick? Or are you from Bakersfield? I would call, yeah. So, Dicker, Bakersfield, to shift gears, to use a driving term, let's shift gears back to Bakersfield. Okay. Uh, how do you feel? I'm sure you, uh, well, I'm going to ask you. I'm, I'm not going to pre- uh, presume right. how you feel. How do you feel about the passing of Charles Manson, who was born in Bakersfield? Well, he wasn't born in Bakersfield. He just said he was. He was okay. actually born in a uh, town outside there. Okay. Called well, Scucker. Is, is widely considered to be from Bakersfield. Yeah. Well, everyone in Bakersfield who is is not widely considered but is from Bakersfield don't claim him. They, they don't say, want him. They don't want him. They don't know him. He ain't got the Bakersfield gene. I think that's what he would um, he would use that at, to his advantage but to play victim. They didn't want me. They turned me away. They passed me around. And so I had to build myself up because the big man took me down. He'd know? take a piece of, piece, piece of pigeon shit and turn it to his advantage by eating yep. it. Yep. He was a manipulator. Did, he was a master. I, of course, his passing caused me to click on a lot of um, uh, uh, interviews with him. And every one of them, he's got only a handful of modes. He's got uh, deflection. He's got... I'm a victim. He's uh-huh. got, you're the bad guy. You did this to me. And he's got, uh, I'm so great. Look what I did. And, and he also and, apologized for murdering. 
to whom, when. I bet he took it back right away and then denied well, that he did it. He was and, and convolution. He con he's convoluted, so you can't follow anything that he's saying. That's true. And so that's how he manipulated all those people because he's very charismatic and he acted like he was doing a favor for them. He's love. He loved them. But then how dare they? They did bad. You're bad. You're no good. You're no good without me. I'm the bad. You see what you did to me? You did that bad thing to me, but I'm going to take it better because I'm big. I'm strong. I'm stronger than them all. I'm sort of like an all. abusive father or something. An abusive anyone. Yeah. 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 Mm. Isn't that interesting? That you is can interesting. You can take down... Every mode that Manson is in, if you watch him, he's doing one of those things. You won't get Manson giving you a totally straight answer. Are you some kind of psychologist or something? I, I've read a few books. Right. What kind of books you read? Books about manipulators. Like Charles Manson. Vietnam and you're looking out for Charlie and it's the 60s do you think you're looking out for Charlie Manson and that's what they're looking out for because the Charlie Manson from the 60s that's what I always thought like I go and watch uh, a Vietnam movie and they're like Charlie's everywhere Charlie's everywhere and I was like oh they must be talking about Charlie Manson because he's from the 60s you know but I'm not from the 60s I was uh, born in the 80s you know but uh but Charlie he's everywhere that's right I'm everywhere and I'm ever near I'm never there but I'm always here We're eating our first pack of peanuts. We just crewed two prostitutes. They were from Vietnam. My buddy, my good buddy, we were just kids. He'd never even had sex. He said he wanted a more wholesome experience, but we knew our days were numbered. So we just went with the first whore we could find. And blam, the bullets were flying. Turned out I was the one who was going to die that day. And here I lay. Here you lay. Just a skeleton stuck in a time capsule of the 60s. Well, my buddy, who wanted a wholesome experience, he never got over seeing me die. He didn't get that wholesome experience. He only chased Vietnamese whores for the rest of his life. And what happened when I came back, said him, to the United States of America? People are saying, hey man, thanks for fighting that war. How about a tropical drink at a tiki bar? Thanks for fighting the war. Thank you for fighting the war. Fighting the war. Thank you. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm back. Hey, oh, hey, Josh, how's it going? Hey, Dicker just took How off. How was it? Yeah, uh, he just took off. He said he had to go. I guess it's something with his prostate. He had a he's got a checkup. He's got his prostate checked for Thanksgiving. Evidently, when he eats a lot, it causes prostate uh, stress, swelling. What did you guys talk about? 
Was it good? Well, I don't want to recap it for you. See, I mean, there you go. I was just, that was a setup. I know I you don't knew, want to recap I knew. it. I tell, yeah. you, I tell you, I swung right at that T-ball, didn't I? Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Here's the thing, boss. though. That, here's the thing about that previous thing. I don't know that you don't cut on live to tape, even though it's called live to tape, and because you told me multiple times that you don't cut. I cut now. I do sometimes. You do some cut just to I've got, piece it in there. Yeah, you, now, got a, you got a professional well, expert knowing how to go snip, 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 snap. The thing is, is I used to not cut it because it was something where I didn't have time, but now now it's like, if I got the time to make a better audio product, I'll cut it. Hey, you want to know something funny? Cut some stuff. What's Audience, that? Audience, want to know something? I put my dog in front of the microphone. You know, like it's like he's a person who talks. Can you get him to bark? Bobby, can you speak? Bobby, you know how, can you speak? Do you know how they make babies cry how? in movies? How? They put ice on their feet. Oh, but Bobby. You know what? Actually, I, had a, I convinced this lady one time. We were driving to set for one of the first episodes of Son of Zorn. This lady had a... Was in the car. I don't know why she was in the car. She was someone like maybe like a set teacher or some shit. And I told her that they make babies cry by poking them with needles. Ooh, she was like, and she believed me. She's like, "Are you serious?" And one of the other showrunner guys jumped on that. What did he do? And he was agreeing with me. He was like, "Oh, he, for fun." He realized that I was fucking around. And he right. was like, "Yeah, it's terrible what they do. They poke them with needles in the feet." We we're trying to get her to like call bullshit, but she wouldn't call bullshit. She's like, "Oh my gosh, that's horrible." I'm I like, probably believe. I know. It. If 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 I were wait, what did she do? She was the did what? She was like a set teacher, I think, or something. Oh yeah, or something. Well, was they're like, like kind annoying of, them set teachers, of course. And that's why I think it's why we were we were blowing some steam is because of some stuff she was saying, or before that that was kind of like eh. she said some not off color but stuff that's oh like, she was deserving. Yeah, she was deserving. She was, a, she was of a asking flogging. to get asking to get a. She vocal. was like, lady, we don't want to. You teach the kid, don't teach us. We're educated. Spoil the rod, touch the child. Ooh. That's Roy Moore's saying. Who? Oh, that's the that's Roar, the Roar Roar Hi, my name's Roar Roar So the uh, you know what they should just do? What kids should not be in movies. I would just I take would, them out of the entertainment business. Take them out of that business. They don't need that. You can't man. There's some great movies with kids, but yeah. we've got enough. Don't I would make say, any more st- <laughs> Cast some adult trained actors to we've, play these children. We've got enough. We've got enough of them. We don't need to endanger these children with the entertainment business predators. Just cast a grown man or woman to play the son. And Movies so, of, and, and drama, and that will just challenge those actors all the more. Can they play the kid and sell the uh, emotional stakes mm-hmm. that are needed? And... Um, and will the audience be able to suspend their disbelief when Benicio del Toro plays a son, <laughs> a little boy in kindergarten? Like, plays like my son. Be yeah, great. The the Benicio, Benicio del Toro is my to, son. We got Benicio del Toro to play your son. Uh-huh. He's great. He's so, great. He was so good as the son. Daddy, I will, can you do a good Benicio del Toro? Daddy, 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 <laughs> I cannot. Um, I cannot wipe in the bathroom, Daddy. <laughs> Can you help me wipe? Oh, uh, what's his name? His name's Jonathan. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's Jonathan. A, it's a um, it's a story about a uh, a, a single, newly single dad okay. uh, having been That's widowed. Me. Having okay. been widowed. My wife died. Yeah, wife died, and you loved your son very much. And this is in the um, Hollywood utopia where there is no more child acting, and. Uh, and Benicio has been cast as your son, and he's immersed himself. Does my wife account for the reason that he has an accent, or is that that's, that's also a suspension of disbelief? It's Benicio's acting choice. <laughs> okay. 
and so my son has an accent. We live in America. Yeah. And he he just he's my son. Yeah, he's your son. Okay. And uh and so he uh what else can I say about it? Oh yeah. And you're a single dad uh and you're usually the breadwinner yeah. for the family, but uh-huh. mom who's always taking care and suddenly you're foist into this situation. Yeah. Where you've well, got what a, is that foist word? Is it hoist? Faust? They were using it on that on that Curb Your Enthusiasm show, is, the new one. Oh, as a joke? They're yeah. making fun of the word foist? So they foisted him. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have touched on something that's been touched on comedically. I, guess, I was using just, it sincerely. It's is just that the wrong word? word? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Oh, well, as soon as I said it, word. I go, is that the word foist? You've I been hoist? Is. You've been pushed? I think that's what it is. It's, been, it's been foist upon you. Right, I've just I've literally never heard that word before, and I and I like words a lot. I think I've, I I've heard most word. words. Are you a wordsmith? I'm not a wordsmith. Well, am I? I don't know. Do I'm you know not. what wordsmith means? Probably uh, not. Yeah, I, I suppose if you're a wordsmith, you I would think know I might be a bit of a smithy with words. Are you? Are you a bit of? You get, can get a little pithy. Don't you be on the rooster, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy. Okay, right here we go. Daddy. Uh, what's the scene here? Is it Christmas time? It's got to be a Christmas oh, it's movie, Christmas right? Christmas time. Okay. And he's like, okay, yeah, he's Christmas time and he's uh, opening the presents and he well, doesn't, how about this? How about he doesn't this? like it's Thanksgiving. How... It's Thanksgiving because it's like they always, most Christmas movies start with Thanksgiving to give you a taste of the holidays, right? Yes. Okay. Here we go. So um, it's Thanksgiving morning mm-hmm. and I'm telling my son, look, I don't think I can cook. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey, Daddy. You know, I'm still sad about Mom. <laughs> I'm still upset about Mom, and I don't know how to uh, play in my room anymore for fun. It just doesn't seem fun anymore to play with my toys. Well, Jonathan, I, 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 I'm still sad about Mom, too. It's, it's okay to, to be sad about Mom. I miss her, Dad. I miss but- her. But we have to keep we have to keep going on because we're still alive and we can't die, we can't give up our happy life because of mother has is gone. I make a good point, but I still miss her. You're gonna miss her for your entire life. You will never not miss <sighs> Juliet. I called her Juliet. She's my wife, and you called her Mama. I called her Mama, and I miss her and. Here we are on Thanksgiving, and the gravy is not as salty as it should be. The stuffing is. I can too add more bready. salt. I can add more salt. And the turkey is. Well, Dad, you always carved a great turkey. I've got to give you that. Thanks, you. Thank you, Jonathan. You're welcome. Hey, Dad. Yes. Can I invite my friend over to play? I'm trying to find something to cheer me up since Mom died, but it's hard. Sure, you can. Which friend is it? I was thinking of inviting Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Yeah. Is Jerry Jer- the one that sounds like Michael Douglas? <laughs> yeah, my friend Jerry. Uh, we're, we're just two kids in fourth grade. We're a couple of fourth graders. I called him up. All right, he's on his way over right now. Okay, that's fine, Jonathan. I think it's okay if Jerry comes over. But just make sure you you, you have to... Don't give him all of our leftovers. You know, you're so generous. Jerry, it's me. I'm Jerry. Oh, hey, Jerry. Hey, good to see you. Jerry's here. Um, listen, Jonathan, uh, fourth grade's tough. I got a bad report card, and uh, Dad's upset with me, and Mom's, she's not too happy either. Well, at least oh, you I'm, have a mom still. Yeah, I just realized what I said, and now I feel terrible. 
Um, if I could somehow make it up to you guys, bringing up that uh, your mom died. No, don't worry about it. It's going to be with me the rest of my life. God. Yeah, I told, I told John. I'm really sorry about that. but um, Yeah, Jerry, I told Jonathan that he's, he's always going to miss his mama. Yeah. I would miss her, too. She was a great mom. She was beautiful. Um, yeah, I always wanted to kiss her. I always considered you really lucky, Mr. Studebaker. Thank you. Well, the fun, the sad, the crazy thing is that, you know, we think we would have gotten over it, but she she just died three days ago. Yeah. Well, technically three days ago. It was more like two. Two days before the greatest holiday there is, Thanksgiving, uh, where it's family and they're eating turkey. And here you are. You've been preparing. Luckily, you've got a little bit of food that she started to make. That's true. We do. You know. You're lucky you got Jerry, me, a friend of your son, Jonathan. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, who's the voice of reason. Yeah, and, uh, the voice of reason. John- yeah, Jerry, you're wise young, beyond your years. Well, you know, I'm a young kid. I'm just trying to do my best. I'm just trying to learn a little bit here. You're doing a great job, I feel like it. Jerry, I'm starting to get lonely. I think you should go. All right, bye, guys. I hope you feel better. Okay, bye, Jerry. Goodbye. Hey, hey Jonathan. Yes, Dad. Why did you say, why did you want him to go? Because you're getting lonely. I just didn't like him talking about mom so much, okay? Oh, okay. It's hard for me to keep friends now going through this age of of my life. Yeah, it's hard to be a fourth grader. I think yeah. the age is about 12. Yeah. Maybe no, no. 10? No, it's, 10. it's about 10. It's about yeah. 10. Because you are, 12, you are is about a, 10. 12 is sixth grade. Okay. And I don't know these things. I've been when, so distraught because of the loss of my wife. Yes, I understand. Mom. You know what's also difficult is studying for my bar mitzvah, which is coming up in about That's right. two or three years. I'm really happy that you're going to be a young bar mitzvah boy. Yes, you know, growing up in this Jewish faith um, is a blessing because I can always turn to it and be a righteous man. <laughs> a mensch, you mean? Yes, I'm a mensch. Um, you know... Uh, and uh, it takes a lot of chutzpah on your behalf. Chutzpah. Yes. A lot of chutzpah. As I said, on your behalf, I pronounced it correctly for a fourth grader to, to uh, raise, a, raise a boy into a man, which I am not yet. You definitely pronounced it correctly for a fourth grader. And I believe I'm definitely that. a fourth grade boy. Yeah, you're definitely a fourth grade boy. It's really good of you to be, to be a fourth grade boy like that. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a good Oscar-winning movie. I love it! Yay! 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 Josh, I'm going to f- close out the podcast here. Oh, okay. I, w- I want to play a song to end it up. What should I play, you think? What's a good song to play? Uh, I can literally play anything because thanks to the internet. You like the Misfits? No. Do you like... I've had enough of the Misfits for a like- couple years. Um, Nothing. I don't dislike them, audience. I just, you know, here all it takes is to hear one like person me? singing karaoke of "Mama, Super Seven, Double Suda" to be like. Which one uh, is that one? That's one of the songs. How's it go? What's it called? Mother. Oh, that's Danzig. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Uh-huh. His voice is so dominant that it makes Danzig and the Misfits are essentially the, the same. same thing. The same thing. It's like saying that the Smiths and Morrissey are different. Right. They're very much the same thing because his voice is such a dominant part of the, the music that... Right. Yeah, I feel like it's the same thing. Um, um, 
how about uh, but people were uh, uh, Morrissey got some heat for saying uh, he's like that that he likes Kevin Spacey and um, Weinstein and he says no big deal. He did say that. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's like, so what? He's Do like, you think he's saying that as sort of like a like a fucking trying to be flippant? No more to be like. A, oh no, he was saying he said something like really absurd, like you know, oh the fourteen year old boy uh, who got molested, like they should have been smarter. They should have like known their surroundings better. You know, like that was dumb of them or something like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but also it gives a new context to that song. Of his the more you ignore me, the closer I get. What, oh, you know so, that that song? I don't know him very well because I don't really like him. I don't really like him either. That's about the only song of his I know. Yeah, uh, but the more you ignore me, the closer I get. And the lyrics are, "You're wasting your time," and you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, you you know, like basically, you can't help it. You just get. I'm just gonna keep chasing you. Maybe he's like a big time Republican libertarian type, where he like is like, you know what? If you don't, if you made your not made your bed, but that thing where. Oh, it's hot water. Why don't you get out of the hot water? If you can't send the heat, get out of the kitchen. That whole mentality. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Who knows? Um, uh, I, when I was uh, tw- 23, I was an extra in a Morrissey video. You that were. A friend was making. And, Damn. Uh, and, so they, and I remember they dressed me up in really hipster of the time clothes. Yeah. And I was mad. Why? I hated them. I, I just thought they were dumb. And the costume was like, you look great. And I hated them. That's Hollywood. how I felt about almost everything I've ever worn on something, except for maybe two exceptions. Well, but now, do you are you able to say, as an actor with experience, are yeah. you able to say to the customer, I don't like this, I'd rather go this direction? Yeah, I do. But I'm, sometimes I'm also like, uh, they ask me, do I like this? And I say, I don't like this, but the character does. Right. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. I go, I would say, I think that this makes more sense, and this would be more fun yeah. to play someone who was wearing this sort of stuff it's, as opposed to like you know some people just want to look good it's tough to say dog it's tough to say a couple of character actors here talking about character work couple of couple character, character actors work. talking about character work 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 just work 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 on the Fair Audio Network, this has been a fun, eclectic time here. Uh, please be sure to send me your your phone call request at live to tape podcast at gmail.com. How about a white zombie song? Uh, I How about a Rob Zombie song? I picked this song, but this might be too slow. How about Dragula? What's this one? It's called AIDS in Africa. AIDS in Africa? By Cass McCombs. Oh, is it like a uh, live aid? Like, no, uh, it's just an indie rock song. Oh, I don't know. Is this your friend? Is no. Is Cass McCombs your friend? I don't know why I picked this. I don't honestly. know why you pick it either. I, mean, I just like it. Just sounds good. song a little bit. It's good, actually. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's not it's a real fun. popper, you know? Like, I would have liked a popper. It gets good. Something that just pops. For the viewers, if they had a good popper to sign, or one that was like made them laugh, okay, fine. How about feel this? Like there was something like a real go get them, fuck you type song. Goodbye, everybody. What's this one? You know, oh, this yeah, we know this song. one. Yeah, yeah. Herb. Don't forget to do everything. Wyatt to- Earp. Hey, say the name Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Do everything I told you to do. Be good. Bye. Thank you for having me. It's good. We'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Seminar.
Feral Audio.